yo, 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 ha ha, yeah, yeah, now it's the skills of the world war, you got the man, the Thai Italian stallion, Mr. Senate Eo, now with me, like most African American fathers, we got two reasons why I can't wait for this kid's 18, my man Shooter, how you doing today? <laughs> I'm alright, man, I'm alright, alright. Where's my recording for him, man? Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle101. Or hit us up on Instagram at Square Circle101. We'll talk a little smack to us on Twitter and talk at Smack101. And don't forget to download that Square Circle app. It's available on Google Play and iOS. How you feeling? I feel okay, man. I'm a little tired, a little worn down. Today's gone by real fast for me. But, you know, I'm here grinding it out just like I do with the rest of everything in life. Just grinding it out, getting through. All right, so this is going to be recap week for us. We're going to go through all these fights, and we have so much to cover. And then we're going to make our predictions at the end of the episode for one fight coming up, and that's just going to be the rematch of Wilder Ortiz 2 that we may have separate opinions on, for sure. Okay. So first off, let's shout out to my man, I am RCF. Yeah. Is it five years running or six years now? You get it? I've been I've been out of commission, so I haven't heard anything. So. so we don't know if they won, but five years running for show. Make sh- you want to be better, do better than yesterday. Check them out. You tell them the Sunday shooter sets you get three weeks free to try it out, maybe even longer if they like you. If shooters there, he'll get you the fourth week for free for sure. Yeah, just me. come through. Um, every day we work on getting better, and everything we have. Every day we have goals. It's a real <laughs> try it out. I'll tell you one thing from everybody that I've seen. You're going to find out right away whether you like it or whether you can't do it. So Don't fake the funk on a nasty you can't, you can't fake. You can't fake it. So just come in, show up, see what you got. And if not, we'll see you later. Shout out to Game Time. If you check them out over here in Tacoma, you go into the store, you tell them Sonny and Shooter sent just for Square Circle Order and you get 40% off in the store. Just do it. If you're in Western Washington, no reason to do it. Not if you know them already. They don't work. Well, might mention it. Let's see. Let's see what's up. He might hook you up anyways. Check it out. Ooh, that's a slip. All right. You, I'm ready to get this started, man. What you got? How are we winning? Warriors are not the ones who always win, but the ones that always fight. Ooh. I like that. One more time. That's right. Warriors are the ones who not always wins, but they will always fight. That's true, man. That's, 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 hey. that's real talk. I like that's a good one. Ooh, look at that. Yeah, I know. I saw Ooh. that. But no, but watch what comes right after it, though. So look. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you see the extra down. hit right there on top yeah, of that one? Yeah, that's a yeah. squat fish. Anyways, a warrior. I like that a lot. That was a very good quote. Thank you. Because oh. we talk about it all the time when we see it in other athletes, other yeah. sports. Yeah. It's usually the, that's who you're rooting for in every movie, every comeback story. It's the story of that warrior who doesn't quit. Nah, man. I root for the bad guys. Like Biff and Back to the Future. And turn it off for the end because the bad guy die. That's <laughs> <It's> it. <laughs> so what? They got bodies on them. They still look new. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about right there. One more time. What's that quote? Warriors are not the, the ones that always win, but they're the ones who always fight. And for women, that's that brother who might have finished quick the first round. But then round two, gave him his props. Man, come on, let's go. Let's get to it. All right, man. We've got another recap week here. First of all, we're going to recap is Robert Easter and Adrian Granados. Now, this is a lot of fights we watched the same day. How did you feel about Robert Easter's performance? I thought Robert Easter did exactly what he did. He used his length. He used his, well, for some part, he did use his length of distance. I thought he made it a little bit uglier than what was necessary. He could have used it a lot more. We both know that Adrian Granados was not going to outbox this man. Mm-hmm. But either way, fighting styles... He could have done better, but either way, he walked away with a, they with a win. They took two points away. 
Alright, now let me ask you, here's a better question. Now right now while we're watching this, we have in the background KSI versus Logan Paul. This is a fight that we're just going to kind of touch on a little bit here. But as we talk about Robert Easter versus Adrian Granados, is it possible for anybody to fight Adrian Granados and look good against him? Yeah. Has anybody done it? Sean Porter. Barely. No, I thought he looked really good against yeah, him. So. I guess he fought, he probably boxed him right. Yeah. Would be the best answer for that one. Because everyone else, you took an L when you weren't supposed to. Yeah. Or, or, or look, draw when you got lucky with that. So the thing, the thing about it, it's not more as what Adrian Granados did. Is mm -hmm. It was more of what Bunny didn't do. Yeah. Because if he stayed on side. Now, as us fight fans, I would rather that. Yeah. I would rather stay, and it's kind. Of, and I think is, I think since we've started this show, I'm not going to say I have enjoyed no because I, like my love for boxing and the sport is is always going to be there. But I look at it a little bit differently. Yeah. If I was, if we were doing the show, I would literally be able to sit down and watch it and enjoy every fight and make it a and make it a slugfest. I mean, like that's what I want. Yeah. But then I'm looking at it as far as. That's a stupid strategy on how you try to fight this man. You fought him on if his every terms. fight was a slugfest. You know how boring boxing could become because you wouldn't you wouldn't know what to. There's nothing to dissect, and every fight's the same. If we weren't doing this show, I wouldn't have to dissect it. I would just be able to get to enjoy it. <laughs> so that's the reason why. Yeah, I got you. So we we wouldn't have to we we wouldn't have to discuss why or how he won. We would just be like, damn. That was a good fight, and I don't know either or. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but, like, could you imagine, like, sitting there dissecting Diego Corrales, Chico Corrales, and uh, Luis Castillo fight? Not allowed to. It, no, but I'm just saying, could you imagine being a judge, and then you, you don't really get to enjoy it? Like, you have to sit there and be impartial? I mean, good thing that ended on a knockout, but could yeah. you imagine scoring that all the way to the end? I, no. I can't be a judge. Yeah, exactly. Because so, I, I went to score round seven and be like, oh, I got nothing for five I and have six. Nothing for, yeah, I have nothing, nothing this whole for fight five because I enjoyed watching. Mm -hmm. So it wouldn't be boring. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Robert Easter, staying at 140 or does he go up? Oh, no, he's 135. Does he go up to 140? I think he goes up to 140. So, Robert, 140, we have a lot of talent there. We have Josh Taylor, yep. who we'll talk about. Regis Progress, who we'll we can talk about. Um, Teofimo Lopez yep. is right there around that corner, too. Mm -hmm. So, now, go ahead and pull up box rec here, too, because this next one I just have in is Erickson Lubin versus... don't remember the dude's name. So, why do you pull that up? But there's another one we got to do that for, also. And then, after we talk about Erickson Lubin, we're going to move into Corey Stevenson and his first title win, but let's start with Erickson Lubin. Who did he face next? He, he faced the last real replacement for Terrell Gasha. You know what? My my name, which I'm not going to say on here, you know, I was when I was younger, I hated my name. Because it's just not that it wasn't because it's not average. And it, but it's, whenever I tell people my name, I have to repeat it eight times because nobody gets it the first time and it's irritating. But then, when I got older, I realized if you knew me, if you knew me, you knew me. So, like when you say, if anybody says my name, mm -hmm. then you're not they're not searching through the middle Rolodex and be like, uh, it's not like it's like, hey, yo, you know, you know, Tony, uh, Tony, who? It's ne it's never that. It's never that. The reason why I say that 
I'd also be pissed if my mom named me Nathaniel. Anyway, Nathaniel Gallimore is who he fought. Okay. From Jamaica or something? Jamaica, Queens? Yeah, he's from... I don't know where. Anyways, this was a last-minute replacement who Eric Lubin... They were drawing at each other there in the very beginning leading up to the... For the three days they had to press the fight, I guess. But Eric Lubin took him the whole distance, correct? Yeah, yeah, he lost. Uh, he won a unanimous decision. How did you feel about Lubin's performance in this last re- replacement? You, I think it was good that he took up the whole distance. Yeah. Because I think he needs that. Yeah. But this was his first headline after being knocked out by Jamel Charlo, who, who has the rematch coming up with my man Tony Harrison. So what do you think? Is Lubin ready for the elite? I think we he, thought he was I, before. I, I, I mean, sometimes I mean we always look at we always look at a fighter how he bounces back after his loss. So after Charlo, we have a TKO. You have another um, Ishe Smith uh, couldn't continue. Mm-hmm. You had another you had another TKO, and then you had a unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. You get knocked. I mean, getting knocked out the way in the fashion he did was bad. But the opposition he's been facing though is he ready for the elite again? It's hard to say. It is hard to say. It's really hard to say. I, I mean, only way, I would, I would only say, one way I would say on paper, yes. Mm-hmm. But. There's a little doubt. I, I, there is doubt because like if you Would you put him in there with Jamel Charlo again? I think the same outcome happens. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he's a little bit more cautious. Yeah, but same yeah. outcome. Probably gets knocked out again. Probably. Five or six. I, I think so too. I'd say I would like to see, see him up against J-Rock. Yeah, Julian Williams. I think that's a great style matchup for him. And gives him an opportunity and a very winnable fight to possess a belt. I wouldn't be surprised. Now, the only way that's going to happen, though, J-Rock has to get past his rematch with Jared Hurt. That I think that's going to be the last fight of this year for 2019. Now, let's talk about a house favorite. My man Shakur. Tupac Shakur Stevenson. Yes, sir. Versus Hoet Gonzalez. Versus Joet. This kid is so special in every fight that we watch. Now, there was a personal beef behind this. Oh, yeah, which we didn't talk about. You know what? Anytime we don't discuss a topic that needs to be, especially gossip and boxing, Mm -hmm. I'm blaming you. I've been busy. Yeah. I I can't focus. Now, 2020 is right around the corner, so you will have your boy shooting Sonny Ill uh, on a weekly basis. I know you miss us, though, but thank you for continuing. Uh, to bless us with mm-hmm. your presence as we bless you with ours. Yes. But we're gonna get back. We're gonna get back to it, and you're gonna get more fulfilled shows like a, how you have been. More video but, content, hopefully. Yes. So I said this every single fight that we've watched of Shakur Stevenson. This mm-hmm. boy is special. Okay. So special, and he doesn't have the only thing that's holding him back is the experience. Yeah. Literally that He is the total package For this young And what he has Mm -hmm. I It's very rare That Any boxer Professional boxer Stays to their game plan All the way through Hmm. You have very few boxers That actually do that He's got good co-management Great co-management Lucky He's lucky he's got good mentorship Yeah And this is something That's definitely new To the game of boxing Mm -hmm. As far as having Someone a peer and mentor that you've looked up to yeah. and watched grow as a fan's perspective now in your corner to help you steer in the right direction. Because think about how recent it was ago 
that we watched everything happen to Mike Tyson. Yeah. How recent was that, really? Yeah. When you really think about it. It like whenever I see anything about Mike Tyson, it hurts me a little bit because since I brought his name up, can I bring, talk about this now? Scratch this off the list. Uh, Mike Tyson forced to sell his tiger after it bit off someone's arm. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> little little hangover reference right there oh, for you. So <laughs> so, <laughs> well, Mike. Um, but for Score Stevens to have that type of guidance in there, because with Mike Tyson, we we, we all know the story. If you're if you're old enough, you saw this the one with my man uh, Michael, Michael J. J. White, White. and yeah. then you've seen the the one the Broadway show, yeah. one man stand up that was everybody loved. Everybody yeah. loved it. He had some help writing it, but everybody loved it. And who's now his most recent guest on his podcast is going to be Evander Holyfield, where he just gets high with Evander or with in front of him. What does it do? That's that that's going to be great. No. But I think what what makes this better now, any coach or I, I mean, it takes a lot of different things to relate to you know, you know anybody who's an, an authority Bruce, figure. Bruce Buffer was in the crowd too. Oh, <laughs> that's horrible. Oh, yeah. So it, it takes. I think it helps out a lot because not only did you look up to Andre Ward and he's in your corner. But you don't just have like a really good coach. You have somebody who's been through everything and seen every aspect that you've been through. Yeah. Like you kind of see it like with uh, the way Oscar De La Hoya has Canelo. Yep. And what he's trying, what he was trying to do with uh, Ryan Garcia. Mm-hmm. It's just like, look, I have this path, and I was successful with it. So let me show you how you get there. And I, I think the great thing about Shakur Stevenson, which is uh, which is really underlooked, is when you have somebody who's young like that. Your parents. No, you're good people. Probably gave you some good advice. Yeah. Well, every my once mom, in a while. Every, every once in a while. Yeah. Every once in a while. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. That's right. <laughs> but did you take heed to a lot of that? Your teachers, did you take heed to a lot of the people that try uh, to guard you? In no, the right I, I learned what each advice meant after the mistake was after made. After the mistake is made. Of course. Yes. So the discipline that this kid has mm-hmm. to be able to listen and then stick by his plan, not just in the ring, but in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that I think that shows like a very uh, mature and growth in him, mm-hmm. as well. So, um, yeah, this kid won the belt. I still think he's a little wet behind the ears, you know, for the upper weight division. One twenty-six. One twenty-six. Who else are the belt holders? Because we know he wants Josh Warrington. Yep. That he wants to fight him in the UK. Uh huh. Take the fight, Josh Warrington. Fight this man sooner than later. Yep. Because right now, there you have a window of a winnable chance. I wouldn't favor him in the fight, but his experience on paper should actually get him the win. Two years, Josh Warrington don't want those problems. You no, in two years you're gonna be you better retire or run from this man. So fight him uh, now. Looks like we got a vacant uh, WBO title, but um, Not long, huh? That's from uh, my man. Oscar Valdez. Oh, yep. Um, Gary Russell Jr. and Leo so Santa no, Cruz. That that vacant one is is what Shakur Stevenson has. Oh yeah, yeah. WBO. Um, no, but uh, Josh Warrington, uh, Leo Santa Cruz, and Gary Russell Jr. Okay, we now we've talked about this before. Leo Santa Cruz, I think he wants no part of everybody in this division. I think he moves up to 130 to avoid fighting Gary Russell Jr. and Shakur Stevenson. I feel like Josh Warrington is that dude that everybody wants to ignore. 
But I think Shakur Stevenson is right by going after him because that's an achievable, achievable, it's a winnable fight and also a fight that they could be signed. You just do that with a text message when you can't spell it. You just yeah. change the whole word. Yes. Achievable. Yes. Achievable. Spell. I understand. Yeah. This like I like like everybody else who can't spell a word just hits the mic and says it. Here, now. here let me see something right uh, before we move on. Okay. So right now we got these guys coming in the same year, same time. WBO has Michael Conlon ranked at third. Mm-hmm. IBF has him ranked tenth. Uh, WBA has him fourth. Ooh. And the WBC doesn't have him mentioned in the top fifteen at all. Hmm. What do you think about that? Went to top ten to not mention at all. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. With the Jay Z quote. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. That's why the takeover won. <laughs> Takeover didn't win. Ether is still the greatest. The problem with that, and we're not going to go into this, but the problem with that is he predicted Ether in the Takeover. That's listen. every hot album, every ten-year average. Listen, Come on. Come on. listen. I digress. No, Let's no, go no, back no. to this year. Jay Z won the war. Nas won the battle. Okay, I, I give you that one. Ether. Okay. Was I can the, agree the with greatest this? I, I agree. I give you that one. I, I'll give you that one now. <sighs> Michael Conlon. This is a guy who. Guess what? He's two wins away from being in the top five of every one of these divisions, depending who his matchmakers match him up with. Because the bad news for top rank is they're running out of fighters at 126. And they may be forced to make this fight happen at a time they don't want to fake happen. Now, I don't think they're ready yet to fight each other. I think Shakur Stevens has a slight edge over Michael Conlon based off experience. I don't think he has a slight edge. I think he has an overwhelming favorite. You're probably right, just from Duvero overall professional experience and opposition that he's faced. Yeah. But Mick Conlon is two, three fights away from being right there, even with him. And you know what? Um, one of the things we didn't get into that I kind of sidetracked and we got away from was the history of this fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the the personal from the Olympics. The, no, 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 not, not of. Uh, oh. Yeah. Joette and Shakur Stevenson. Yeah. Yes. So we got. We in case you guys, in, yeah. In case you guys, in case you guys don't know, Shakur Stevenson is currently. dating, currently dating Joette's younger sister. Mm-hmm. And who Shakur's the family actually, disowned? Yeah. The, who the family disowned? That's why you heard it after. So if you watch the fight, you should. Uh, in the comments. You, you're, you're you're gonna know in the comments, but. Which is true. These should talk to the dad. Yeah. Talk to the dad. Yeah, but it's just like. If you Shakur, got more daughters, Shakur, he's not gonna be the first brothers they bring home. Yeah, Shakur Stevenson met the family. Family didn't like him. Said he was too cocky, a little bit arrogant. They probably were right. Yeah, but at the same time, is you, you gotta can't. be respectful to the parents of the family. All right, I don't <laughs> care how much money you got, because they had. If they don't have as much money as you, they'll have no problem. Especially if the last name is like. Gonzalez. Yeah, you should show some respect. Guess what? There's a lot of family members they have that would voluntarily stab you. Yeah. And you know what happens? They get sent back and will be back here within a month for stabbing you. That's how easy it is under a different identity. So let's show a little respect when you see a last name like that. It's it, Trust me, my advice is worth as much as you pay for it here, and I'm probably correct. Now let's move on here. Let's talk about the World Boxing Super Series here. Now first off, one, this is going to be the second time we've had to do this. And we've, maybe even more times that we've missed in the past too. But this is for sure. Where we have to issue an apology for the disrespect that boxing in general has given the two different fighters this past week. Yes, this sir. past weekend. The first one is going to be my apology to Josh Taylor. Yeah. For the way that boxing 
Not just us, boxing written you off. Gave you no shot. Now, I said he's not going to knock him out. It's going to go to decision. I didn't think he was going to beat his ass. So, it's... We're still fans. We're still fans of the sport at home. Of course. And then when you look at two, sometimes it's easy to get away from the analytical side and you just look at a region. Is that who we're we're Josh Taylor, Regis Progress, right? You just look at somebody like Regis Progress and you just automatically assume that he's going to look. Because of his overwhelming wins. His KOs. Look, Alabama just lost. Barely. Yeah, they just lost to, to to LSU. But when they're bulldogging over everybody, everybody, I just automatically assume that Alabama is the favorite and yeah. they will go. They're going to win. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's just how I look at it. I'm not saying Regis Progress is as great as Alabama, but I just look at what he's doing. And then sometimes, let me give you a good comparison. I'm so, not. Sometimes I'm not going to just. I'm going to give them that over. Alabama lost that game the same way Regis Progress lost that fight. Gave it up too early in the very beginning. The first play where he didn't, where he just fumbled the ball by the by the invisible tackle that ran for a touchdown. You take away that play, Alabama wins the fight. You take away the first three rounds where Progress just got beat up. Yeah, he wins the fight because yeah. he was coming on strong and he was getting them. And this, if this was a 15 round fight, I don't think Taylor would have went as far as he did. But I give it up to Taylor because that's a tough, tough mofo yeah. who showed up ready and and Progress even after the fight. He felt he lost. You can he tell. Fe- he felt he, he wanted lost. To keep going, but then but... the thing is, there was no bit- there was no bitter moment of that. I mean, there was always going to be a little bit of bitterness, but you know, they hugged and embraced each other after. Yep. And that's what you do when you know it was a good fight and it could have yeah. went either way. Respect, respect. So I, I respect. It was it was a close fight, but I thought Josh Taylor won that fight clearly. I thought he got him. Definitely got him. My boy Al texted me the day before, and he, we were talking about that, or, or a couple of days before that fight. And I told him about Progress. I was like, Progress is a beast. And then... Did he bet money on the fight? Probably. But... Did he tell you about his losses? No. Nobody does. No. no nobody wants to talk about their losses. Yeah, of course. But there's a difference I'm between... Loving, I'm loving there's, a difference between there's a difference between good and great. Yeah. This is why you don't t- call out the Terrence Crawfords and people like that. You mm-hmm. know, you beat Julius Ndongo fat and around faster than Terrence Crawford, but... There's a reason why Terrence Crawford is Terrence Crawford. Yeah. And you just took an L. Yep. So it's just like, mm-hmm. I understand you got to call people out and you want to make these fights happen. Be careful. But the, but, be careful, bro. <laughs> well, that's what Terrence Crawford said. He's like, be careful what you wish for. I'm here mm-hmm. now. I'm here yeah. now. Nah. And, I, and this is one of the things there. You still get respect if you bump the Terrence Crawford. It's like, come on, man. You know I just said that to said that. You know what yeah. And he'd be like, I get it. I get no, it. no. He ain't going to say, I get it. He's just going to be like, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's I like, it's, know. not me. Now, no, no, no. So does progress stay at 140 or go up to 147? You were you dominate your division. You don't want no parts of that welterweight division. Josh Taylor, does he try to get the rest of the belts at 140? Get the rest of the belts at 140. Then go to 147. Neither, I'm feeling like, because neither one. He was a real got, Celtic warrior. Ne, neither one of you guys want 147. Now it's time to issue out my second apology. He didn't win this fight, but but the way boxing again disrespected this man, and that's no Nito Denier, the Filipino Flash. Okay. Understandable. Because, oh, I'll let you finish. Because Go of ahead. his performance. Yes. Nobody had him going past three or four rounds. I didn't expect this fight to go for past four rounds just because I the style. Yeah. Now, second round, I want to give Inoue props for the way he handled himself from the second round on. 
Multiple times he got hurt, but he got cut really bad for the first time in his less than 20 pro fights, right? And shout out to Nonito Denaire, who everybody wrote off, lost his belt, was able to gain it back, right? How often does that happen in boxing? Nobody, Evander's the only person to do it four times. He's about back four times. No one else, close. So anytime you get it back a second time is super impressive because most world champions never get it back a second time. The same belt, right? Nonito did that and got this opportunity with Inoue in this unification fight. Now, even after the fight during the announcement, like when they're announcing the winner, Inoue had a little bit of doubt in his face on that fight because he wasn't too sure and, no, and Nonito showed up. So Also, the, the other reason why... A lot of us, like, you know, us included, you know, just kind of wrote off Nonito Donero in this is because of how he got in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like he won. Well, the first the guy, way. got a freak win. Second time, he uh, got a replacement. He knocked out. Yeah. So, it was it, it, easy yeah, pass. I, it's, it's like, it was like the Patriots to the Super Bowl. I, I, it's like, I did not expect you shouldn't have been there. Like, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, if you go, it's... It's just like the guy who fought Erickson Lubin. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you went the distance, but you shouldn't be here. So, of course, I'm going to pick the I'm going to pick the monster, and of course, just like I said with progress. But I, I'm going to say with his performance, he deserved. He showed that. He oh did. yeah, he, he showed just, that he, he did. showed. He showed that because he did. that's all we saw was experience. That's what it was. Get him that distance. That's there. what it was. Now I think was. this is where we're going to have some debate between us here because I think everybody still needs to slow down about top ten P for P with Inoue. Because this is the first real, real champion he ran into. And he couldn't get him out. Now, I think there's a strategy with no need to Just because he couldn't get him, knock him out, are you taking? Are you discrediting him? Riganow whooped him for 12 rounds. That's Riganow. Nicholas Walters made no need to quit. So, anyway, I thought it was you the monster. I thought you were the monster. You know what I'm saying? Where's our top 10 list? For the first time ever. Where's our top 10 list? For the first time ever in Japanese fighters' history, did they have to cheer their fighters' name and and break the silence and actually cheer? P4P list. Number one on this P4P list. No, no. Okay, Okay, go ahead. Go through them. Go through them pretty quick. Number 10, Thurman. Number 9, Lomachenko. Number 8, Mikey Garcia. Number 7, Tyson Fury. Number 6, Triple G. Number 5, Whatever, 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 whatever. You're not putting Inoue above Keith Thurman. No. See, definitely not. Definitely this not. This is the with reason why I'm never getting married, because I'm forced to take your opinion. <laughs> and like we, we like we could like there there's that. <laughs> look, look, you got fight fans. Anybody listens to this, your boy Shooter. I have Inoue in the top 10. I have him at 10 just because of the way the rest of the, the list works out. Yeah. But I cannot get, because this is a partnership. Yes. This is the closest thing to marriage I will come to. This is a <laughs> partnership. And there has to be oh, a legal man. grounds for me to bump mm-hmm. Keith Thurman off. Keith Thurman's not top 10, but I can't do nothing to change it because mm-hmm. at the time when this was established, he, was, he held that position. So... Yes. We can retouch it at the end of the year when we do the wrap-up, maybe. We'll see how that works out. Now let's get back to this, Inoue. How did you feel? I want you to rate Inoue's performance on a scale of 1 to 10. Versus who he, who he fought? Mm-hmm. I would give it an 8. I agree. Eight, even, a, even a very close 9. Because if there's anything we saw is that Inoue can Mayweather the storm. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? He could definitely do it because he was hurt multiple times, didn't lose his composure, kept to his, stuck to his game plan. I'm going to say that's Japanese discipline there. Stuck to his game plan. Because if not, his corner would have stabbed him in the corner or made him commit suicide before the fight was over. Anyways, anyway, I, I, I rated actually an 8, close 9. Nothing wrong with that. I love the performance itself. I still was shocked to see no Nito Denaire. Yeah. I'm a fan of the Filipino Flash do as good as he did. All right, let's move Filipino. on. Next one I have, I just have Ryan Garcia versus so-and-so. So Ryan Garcia KO'd this guy in the first round. I don't know his name. This is some Filipino dude. Okay. So Ryan Garcia uh, is continuing to wild the young ladies and fight fans in, in that order. And bring the wild young ladies too as fight fans. Now, one of the things that uh, that I was hearing about this, and you don't have it on here, this is the reason why you suck, and you have me here. Um, well, one of the things that came up was uh, Ryan Garcia versus Javante Davis. Mm-hmm. And Javante Davis says, he's a good fighter, but he's too young, kid. I may see you in the future. He's like a year older than him. Not in a fight game. That's true. <laughs> hey. That's true. It's just like when people were like, you're how old? I'm like, hey. I got many miles in this body. I'm not old, old, but mm-hmm. uh, I, like, there's a difference between that experience. Mm-hmm. Now, I see you don't have it on here. Now, segue into Javante Davis. What did we hear about mm-hmm. uh, Javante Davis and uh, Adrian Boner? Adrian Boner apparently say his name right. Adrian Boner apparently sucker punched Javante Davis and his PR guy yeah. in front of Canelo's locker room. Yeah. He also supposedly, I guess, sucker punched somebody else. So. This comes from a very big realization of myself to say that I will not call him Boner unless you are with me. Because <laughs> I think it's clear what the outcome's going to be, and you better not make me look too bad on this one. I got you. I got him by. Right. I got him by sixty pounds. It's all right. I think. I think you're good. Yeah. No, I think if you're but, close enough and I talk enough stuff, I think you'd be smart. So, hit you first at least. <laughs> so the thing about this is, um, I used to be a fan of Boner. I used to be a fan of him just because of. What his potential did? did I, was I a fan of the Flash? Not all the time, but I understand you got to sell yourself Never in the sport. Never liked myself. But calling a boner for years. But remember when I told you there's certain family members that I love, but I just don't hang around yep. because of the problems and the trouble yep. that they can bring. Most friends, said, like, most I, of the friends I grew up with. Yeah, I've said the same thing Except about Javante Davis with Adrian Broner, and this is the reason why I was really worried about Javante Davis's career and how it would, how it would. You know, mm-hmm. keep going on just because of Adrian Broner being a, that kind of influence on him, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know what prompted this, mm-hmm. but I could see some resentment, some jealousy, maybe because Javante Davis is still blooming as a fighter; mm-hmm. he's still getting paid from it. And Adrian Broner, the only time we hear about him is when he's doing things like this. I need a statement from somebody. I need to find out how true this is. Because the thing that may, might make this true is because we've seen nothing from Javante Davis. Nothing online, no no photos, no posts, no nothing. You know why? Because you got to heal that black eye. No, that's not it. If you got that's one. The, that, that's probably it. The way it look, you know, we, we're old enough now to be part of the corporate world and where we can't do exactly... Yeah. What, what we, we want to do. What we want to do. What we want to do, what we say. But it's just... Because that chance that someone will see it. Hey, yeah. 
but especially nowadays with everybody being Facebook friends. But people know who and when to test. Like I don't, yeah. I don't get tested. I don't get tested like that. Just it's like I'm, I'm known for that, and you've seen firsthand what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, but usually when stuff goes silent like this, it's because things are working in the dark. Or it's yeah. just like, nah, don't make nothing. We'll handle this on our own. <laughs> That's what that's what I see. That's what I see coming. It's just like there's no there's no need to issue a statement. There's no need to do this. Javante Davis is from Maryland. Yeah. Mumbo's house. He ain't just gonna let this slide. Hmm? Because like if Broner is one of your main people that you hang around. I don't think anymore. Well no 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 no. If Broner is one of those main people that you hung around you already see Looked who up to. you already see who your influences are, and I guarantee. Do you, you think this smartens him up? Makes him worse. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. Because now I don't this, know, I don't this know could know turn him into the thug, to where now I got to hit everybody first because what happened to me? Yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, or or it can humble him and he matures from it and becomes one of the best pop. But that's the reason why I brought up uh, Broner as being who's in a circle because who else is in a circle? Mm-hmm. Hey man, you gonna let this dude sock you up, sock your man's up, or you gonna be, or do you have who? As I said, I don't know him personally. Who do you have in your corner? Be like, hey yo, we can't do this. Mm-hmm. We can't. We we can't do this. We can't have this, man. You got a career to think about. He had, who look the mature thing. I would is is I would I would use it to advantage, address, make it public, hey. and, and and walk away from it. Is that right? That's what I, that's what he should do. I think. Hold on. Let me let me let me, be, let me see something right quick. He's about to uh, Google. Hold on. You can't Google that. There's kids. I'll go. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I, I'm going I'm telling you they can see. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, why are you looking something up here? Okay. 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 Twenty-five year old you do 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 you issue a statement and try to grow up from it? Twenty-five years old you. 25-year-old me was broken coming off drugs. I'm coming to kill you if you touch me. <laughs> <laughs> you so die. That's what, you so die, that's son. That's what I'm saying. It's just like yeah. we're coming from a place of experience, man. We didn't done – yeah. me and you have done so much mm-hmm. dirt separately. Yeah. It's just like we, we see it all. That's the re- – like – Yeah, I feel you. I've always, brought, I've always brought this up is the people who, you know – didn't smoke and drink in high school. They end up getting turned. They, they end up getting turned out in college once they got over. Myself. But when I turned twenty one, I bought a forty and played Halo Two Racist. with my and uh and bought and played Halo Two with my cousin because I was used. To, I was like, I've been doing this for years, man. This is nothing new. It's not. I mean, like, didn't you I finish did, the forty? What happened? I bought another one. Okay, next day. Next day? <laughs> no, that same day, bro. Come on. Twenty one. How big were you? Probably bigger than this, huh? Nah, man. I was I was smaller than this. Twenty one. I was probably I was probably about almost. Could you kill two forties right now one night? Nah, bro. I mean, experience wise, experience wise says I could, but the gut rot that I don't have the stomach for that. Let me let me rephrase this. Could you still drink two forties and then pick up a girl? Yeah. And perform. Yes. Yes, this is experience. This is when experience. As long as she's driving. Hey, this is experience that wins this fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I can I can muster up something from deep down inside me. It's just like we've been here before. We've been here. We've been this here before. <laughs> All right, now let's talk. Let's move on here. Let's move on. Let's talk about my man Miguel Burchell versus Jason Sosa. Jason Sosa with a second title shot. 
He had the belt one time, lost it to Lomachenko. Now he gets a shot at Miguel Burchell. Now this was a style, mouth-watering style matchup that was perfect on paper. Now I gave Jason Sosa a shot. I was wrong. Miguel Burchell had this man out in four rounds. Beat him up pretty bad in four rounds too. Uh, Miguel Burchell's a lot better than I give him credit for. What division was this, 135? Or one, 130, I think. 130, I think. 130? Let me, let me double check. Because Jason Sosa's no, no slouch by any means. He's legit champ. Was. Got a second title shot, yeah, fought his way up there. But now Miguel Burchell showed class tells over time. And he showed why he was one of, he's an elite champion versus a former title holder like Sosa, who is still good. Who got his belt, but wasn't even elite when he got it. It's like Jim McMahon when he won the Super Bowl. Not an elite quarterback, but he got a belt. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Mm-hmm. So, Miguel Burchell, who else is a title holder in that division? We got Jamel Herring. Uh, Jamel Herring. Tevin Farmer. Tevin Farmer. Andrew Cancillo. Who's got a who got a fight coming up the same night as the Wilder versus Ortiz. Cancillo knocked out uh, my man Ray Vargas two times, I believe, to get the belt. Now he's facing Rene Alvarado. But anyways, Miguel Burchell, how do you see against? Let's 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 play mix and matchup. Miguel Burchell versus Jamel Herring. Does he win the fight? Uh, hmm. If I'm I'm doing this... Who would you bet money on? Miguel Burchell. I would too. There you go. There you go. Okay, Miguel Burchell versus... It's like Jamel Herring, he's he's done good his last Mm -hmm. couple of fights, and he's really surprised me. Um, But... Miguel Burchell, I just see him just digging out just a little bit deeper to pull it out. Miguel Burchell versus Andrew, Andrew Cancio or Jojo Diaz, since he's up there with him. I'm taking Burchell. Now, Burchell versus Tevin Farmer. Tevin Farmer. Hands down. Tevin Farmer versus all of them. Tevin Farmer. Hands down. That's what it is. So he's the number one in that division, at least, and a house favorite. Now, let's talk about when I say Mayweather the Storm. My man Canelo versus Sergey Kovalev. Uh, you want to go over that before you talk about? Oh, okay. Let's talk about that first. Let's talk about KSI versus Paul Logan. Well, or that, but uh, but also what we're watching right now. Oh, my man Billy Joe over here. Somehow yeah. I thought this. Is, I feel like this is a slow fight for one. But my man Billy Joe. Shout out to the trunks. He's rocking. Good to see him back in the ring. Now mm-hmm. we should probably end on Billy Joe. Let's talk about KSI versus Logan Paul here okay. because this is what I thought was started through with internet beefs, but apparently KSI. Uh, got YouTube what does famous. KSI stand for? I don't know. Knowledge something. I don't know. That's KRS one. But Logan Paul is got famous from uh, comedy sketches and vlogs. KSI got famous originally from YouTube gaming. It's just a gamer, people watching him play. Then for music. Now the history behind this fight, I found out KSI legit wants to be a professional boxer, right? And he fought some other dude who was the internet sensation who he had beef with. After he beat that dude, he called out the Paul brothers, which is Logan and Jake Paul. So Why did he call them out? I think he just wanted to fight some more white dudes, honestly. <laughs> this is me. But originally, he was originally supposed to fight Jake Paul the first time, and somehow Logan Paul became the opponent. Since then, they've had internet jabs back and forth. The first fight ended in a draw. They signed a two-fight deal with KSI promoting the first fight. Second fight, Logan Paul... Promoted, they filled out the Staples Center, but KSI won the fight due to points. Two points being taken away from Logan Paul for hitting him while he was on the ground. You take those two points away, that fight would have ended as a draw again. 
But I give them props for the preparation they did because they didn't. They did not disrespect it. But this is the thing. What do I say all the time? If we got two old fighters fighting each other, it's still gonna look like a good fight because the level that they are when they fight each other. So I want everybody to calm down when they say this was a good fight. All right. The reason why this looked like a good fight is because they're not professional fighters and they fought each other at the same level that should have been a draw, right? Give me your take. I have none. You have none, right? I have no. I have no name. No. Who did you root for? I didn't know who these guys were. I didn't root for anybody. Yeah, I, I, we're only touching it because other, everybody else has asked me about it. KSI did not... It was a draw. I'm I'm sorry to not tickle you guys' fancy with this. I I I don't I know nothing of this. I know nothing of the works. There's of this only fight. one possible benefit that can come from this. This is how internet beef should be handled. Oh, this is how hundred percent. No, this is how beef should be handled. Period. Especially nowadays. Yeah, like especially because everybody's running their mouth. Your favorite but rapper. Nobody nobody has them in this to do it. Nobody. Yep. So, so I give them props for that part to actually fight it out. On TV and look, and I bet you these dudes cleaned up. I bet you their bank accounts are so fat right now because Devin Haney and Billy Joe opened for you at the Staples Centers. Who the hell are you? And it was only a six-round fight. A six-round fight. Billy Joe's he's in six of twelve right now, working his fool, beating the brakes off him. And Billy he's Joe, under, and he's Billy under, Joe's stalking him. He is an undefeated fighter as yep. well. That's right. That's right. His name is Coceris Cockeris, so something like that. Some I don't even know what country he's from. Probably Argentine, but or Argentine. I apologize. Now, I'm glad that you brought up Billy Joe, but let's talk about Canelo because we're gonna circle right back to Billy Joe because I can predict the future like always. Okay. Well, I'll let you also, go first on this. also Devin Haney did win his fight as well too against. Just, yeah. I forgot his name, but Santiago was his last name for sure. Still think he's too. Young. First name probably Jose. Uh, still. Still think he might be not Lomachenko not, ready. Not Lomachenko ready, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I give him props for fighting this close from his last fight too. So I don't think he was in there with the most toughest opposition. Now let's break down Canelo versus Sergey Kovalev so we can get into Wilder versus Ortiz too. How much time we got? What, what we got we more than enough time. All right, good, good. So Canelo versus Sergey Kovalev. Were you impressed at all with Canelo's performance? Considering they went on at like eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. 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 You take Sergey Kovalev before you fight before he fought Andre Ward. Does Canelo still win this fight? I think it's more interesting. I think it's more interesting. Mm-hmm. I think what we saw in I think what we saw in the oh I want to talk about that new thing that they have. Do you see the swing round things where they highlight close fights? Uh huh. And then so that way when they look at the, when they look at the fight afterwards, like how did he win this fight? It's just like, hey, this this round could have went either way. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of like that. New I thing love that. that. Yeah, the the highlighter on the rounds. That's smart. Good job, Chris Mannix. <clears throat> I think what we saw in Kovalev was a man, a boxer at the end of his rope. Yes, he fought a lot timid. You can take the crusher out. You can take the crusher off your trunks and off your head gear and all that kind of stuff like that because you are punch. not that. You are not that no more. Not no more. I think Sergey Kovalev definitely needs to hang it up now. Yeah. He has nothing less. He has nothing left to prove to the sport of boxing. Now, if you don't, you don't, money, don't, don't worry about better beef. Don't worry about Bivol. Definitely don't worry about better beef. Yeah, you don't want stay, to stay away from that right now because you got knocked out by a hundred sixty pounder. Well, Canelo said he walks around at that weight. Yeah. 
Walks around at that weight. Yeah, but that's not fighting I mean, weight. That's not fighting weight. It means he had to cut no weight for the fight. That's all it means. He just had to get. He had to get used to that body. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I just, I was, I wasn't bored by the fight because it's still boxing mm-hmm. and it was still good to see, you know, the type of game plan that that was laid out. But Canelo didn't respect this guy at all. No head movement, just walking straight forward and just piece by piece, just started mm-hmm. getting in on him. This was exactly the only difference between this and Amir Khan is that Kovalev had size on him. Only difference. He fought the exact same way. As soon as he got close, it's a wrap. It took him four rounds to get close because those first four rounds, Kovalev won to me just by keeping him at bay, jabbing. But then eventually that jab that Canelo has gets closer and closer and closer. Shows Canelo's timing was a lot better as well, too. Like, he's just a better boxer. But, yeah, Um, it's kind of hard to say what this would be like if he fought him pre-Andre Ward. But... It, it, it there's been a lot of talk in boxing. They're like Canelo is strategic in how he picks his opponents now. Mayweather like we the storm. It, like we, he's doing exactly what Floyd Mayweather did, but just like Floyd Mayweather, he earned the right to do it. Unfortunately. Yeah, you, he you did. got that right. It, it, it just means from the fan perspective, we can't. There isn't nobody out there that the fans can make him fight. When, when he fought Triple G, there was nothing you could do because the universe in boxing and the fans was. Gonna make sure that this fight happened next, right? I mean, because even then, look at look at what happened. Mm-hmm. What what can you say negative about this fight? Canelo, um, Canelo Canelo got the light heavyweight belt from a current title holder. Yep. Regardless of age, regardless mm-hmm. of all that, when you look at the resume, yep, he took a belt from Sergey Kovalev, a legit legit champ. There you go. I mean, who got the belt back yet he lost. So, mm-hmm. what do you not many people could do that? I've said now, that before. One of the things that uh, I wanted to touch on on this is there was a lot of talk mm-hmm. about this fight being rigged. Ah. Because it's in Vegas with a Mexican fighter. Mm-hmm. And there's a chance that Kovalev could have threw this fight. Kovalev would have been in on it and it wouldn't shock me at all. But I don't think I, I, I don't think that's true. It wouldn't shock me. Though. I don't I don't think it's true. And and then I'm tr- I try to be realistic with everything that I do. Mm-hmm. But I think it's I, I I don't want it to be fake. Just the same way as like I don't want wrestling to be fake. Not that I care about wrestling anymore. But every man knows what you mean. Yeah. So it's just like I hope not because I'm really like. Besides work, what have you ever dedicated anything else to, like besides this podcast or anything like this? Right? Like if we, yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, but like, I think it. I, I don't want things like that to cheapen the sport because I know your has, favorite rapper has ghostwriters. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's gotta hurt, like yeah. things like that. So break your it's, heart. Is mm-hmm. I I look at it. I look at it the way, not in the same manner, but like when. Uh, Floyd knocked out uh, Victor Ortiz. It was just like, whether you call it controversial or not, it was going to happen. Floyd knocked out Victor Ortiz? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, but it was just like, it was well, in, whatever, it was no matter inevitable. what they called, it was inevitable. So uh, Canelo was going to win this fight, but it's just like, you know, you got you had other fighters talking about this looked fixed, yeah. and you had a lot of people in this, and it was just like, yeah, that, that, that made me really want to watch it again. You know what I think? I think also some of that, too, is coming to, oh, also, what's not on here? Did you? Uh, I wanted to talk about, but we don't have to. Is um, how they had to wait for the Nate Diaz fight to end for this to come on. It's the first time ever boxing had to subdue 
to the MMA. Now the UFC main event usually goes on at nine o'clock every Saturday night. If there's especially was, if it, was these both the zone? No. Oh. One was UFC, so one was ESPN Plus pay per view. This one was the zone. So what happened was now typically the main event for boxing will start at eight o'clock, and then UFC will go on at nine o'clock, right? But something happened with this fight to where they missed that eight o'clock window, I guess. So they, for the first time ever, boxing had to wait for the UFC to end in order for that main event to happen. Now, there's a chance all the people in this crowd eh, might just be a little drunk, a little, a little tipsy, tired of waiting till 11 o'clock at night for this fight to start. So they had to wait basically from like 8.30, almost 9 till 11 to get the fight. That's a long intermission with no comedians, no rock bands, nobody to entertain you, but your own thoughts and your alcohol. I'd have been pissed. I'd have been heated. I've been like, especially it's like I'm already, I'm already waiting to watch it. Like I stayed here as long as I could, to, and like, you know, to go take care of some other arrangements. Yeah. But now, Canelo don't versus, let it happen again. Now, now I have the ability to see the future sometimes, and I believe 2020 will be the last year of Canelo as a professional boxer. I think he's gonna retire after this, just because the possible roadmap for him that the zone has been promoting. Is the beginning of the year, Billy Joe Saunders. Finishing with the triple trilogy for Triple G in September. And then I think he rides off to the sunset. After possibly, I think he's convincingly probably beat Triple G. But I think that's how he's going to end it. And walk away. So is the Billy Joe Saunders a tune-up fight? Because like I think, he'll, I, I, I think he's going to disrespect him and treat it like it. Which will be bad. But, uh... Because Billy Joe Saunders barely got out of this fight. I, 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 don't, I don't think Billy Joe, I think he lost it. His, his momentum, because of his little hiatus right now that he had off boxing, um, to where he's as much as a threat as he would have been two years ago to, to Canelo. He, I'm still going to root for the man. Still a fan from him. But maybe he needs to start training in Mexico. Get some of them tainted tacos. Help him out. No, that's not what you want to do. He wouldn't be charged with a crime if he asked for a hooker in Mexico. Great to beat him up. Some drugs. I'm just saying. It wouldn't be news. Wouldn't be news there. They'd be like, "Yeah, hey, it's just BJ. It's just Billy Joe." We just move on from that one. Now, are you ready to make your prediction? Last year's fight of the year was what? Vic, uh, Deontay Wilder Deontay versus, Wilder versus Louis, Louis Ortiz. Louis Ortiz. He was our fight of the year. Yeah. Now we have Wilder versus Ortiz two coming up here. This was a fight. Since it's been announced, I have not had good feelings about this fight going in. And everybody else is kind of like, why are you going to give this man a rematch? Like, He's dangerous. Right? And I'm worried that Ortiz is going to upset this man. And I'll tell you why. Because he's a Cuban fighter. And Cuban fighters, if he can keep his ego out of it, he might be able to box this man. Mm-hmm. He, and because he hurt him before, mm-hmm. he may be able to knock him out. Okay. I think Father Time comes out and jumps on Ortiz's back. Okay. Is he still 40? He's still 40. That's think, five years. I think I, I think I think Father Time comes comes through on this. Mm-hmm. That and that's the reason why. And then even though the reigning WBC champ is Deontay Wilder. He's still hungry. He still he wants this. He's starving. So, with that, 
And especially him being a yo. This My man father predicts Ortiz is gonna win with an upset. I respect everything. You and your father could say the same exact thing, and I will still think you're the liar. <laughs> I, I will go against your word before I go against his. And you can say the same thing. Yeah. I'm like Rico, shut up. You know what you're talking about. Hey, good job, That's good job, funny. pops. I never good, thought. I never thought. I, I never. Yeah. I never saw it that way. I never way. saw it that way. <laughs> good, nice perspective there. So. so. I think Father. I think Father Time shows up and shows his face. I think we see. Vic, I'm gonna uh, play devil's advocate on this one here. Luis Ortiz. Uh, Let's say Luis Ortiz wins. Yeah. Wilder still fights Fury, even if he does. Think so? Unless Ortiz knocks him out, which I think would be the only way to win. I think, because that fight's supposed to already be made, right? And yeah. I don't know if if Ortiz beats Fury. I'm sorry, beats Wilder. I don't think or I don't think Fury, you fight Ortiz right away. I think you let Andrew Ruiz go take him, or, or Joshua handle that one first, and 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 and, and say I, I'm a man of my word. I'd rather fulfill my ob- obligation to Deontay Wilder yeah. than fight Ortiz. I say you take that route. What's funny is like I actually see Tyson Fury having an easier time with uh, Ortiz. Ortiz. The Wilder. Oh, I do too. Yeah. But I think I don't think you take that fight right away after if he if he knocks out a Wilder. I but, would. I would. If I was Tyson Fury, I'd I'd hop on that. I'm. I'm. T- I think he runs the table on all of them. So, but okay, we got to make picks on this fight. I picked the black guy to win. <laughs> <laughs> You read my mind. You read my mind. Now, do you want the older one or the younger one? I want the younger one. I'm gonna go with the younger one. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say he has him out in eight. Well, you see what Deontay Wilder does with rematches. Yes. I say he has him out in eight rounds, though, because it's just because he's Luis Ortiz and he's tough. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't get. I can't give it a round, but I see him being knocked out. So. Right. But I, well, actually. You know what? I'm changing that. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a decision. No. This is okay, tough okay, 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 okay. Okay. I'm sticking with the age, and I'm going with a knockout. Uh, I can't tell you around. I was going to say Luis Ortiz will be a little bit, he'll be a little bit more cautious and not take as many risks mm-hmm. with that power because you see what that power does. Mm-hmm. But I think the father time thing happens. And uh, so unless he hold, holds a lot, but if it's I really here, agree with you on the father time thing just because even though – you were able to withstand the punch the first time. When Father Time gets there and that same punch hits you, yeah. you will crumble. You will feel it in a way that you never felt it before, and you will bow down to the power that it is the Bronze Bomber. And that's real power. When you got power that can break down the side of a house, that's real power. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. Or talk a little smack to us on Twitter and talking smack. 101, how we winning? What you got? Warriors are not the ones who always win, but the ones who always fight. That's what I'm talking about, baby. I'm out. Shit.